This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to, Cel- to episode 90 of Celtic Rooms TV, the Balls and Bobber podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. The form to the podcast page is www.celticlobus.uk. You can also check out all our links to the podcast in the description below. On the show tonight, we'll talk about the latest transfer news around Celtic, pre-season matches and preparations so far, young youngsters impressing during pre-season, more departures expected, are we expecting more arrivals, and of course, we'll be going through the live chat throughout the show, and if there's anything you guys wish to say, please let us know. Uh, as Mark said there, we're, we're, we're using StreamYard uh, just just to hopefully bring the podcast to the next level. Um, so basically is that Mark is going to put a link up in the live chat and if any of you guys want to come on, you can click that link and you'll come directly onto the, the podcast. You, you don't have to be downloading Skype, you don't have to be Going through the supposed to the internet, Mark trying to set up an account or look, it'll oh. just be straight on. It'd be like it'd be something like BBC Five Live, Cly TV, but we won't be pro the Huns if it's like that. <laughs> TV, you know. But um, Mark, I'll just do a quick shout out and talk you through it properly. Hey, brother, thanks very much, Paul. A few shout outs to the usual guys Tim Alloy, uh, Glasgow Green, Rich and his family, uh, <clears throat> and Steph Boy for the forum. He's doing a sponsored walk for. Is it St Andrew's Hospice? I think it's St Andrew's Hospice. I'm not 100% off the top of my head. But he's doing a sponsored walk for some, one of the cancer hospices it is. So I've put the link for that in the description box below. If you can afford to get a couple of pounds in, please, please get it. And it's going to a good cause. Thanks very much. Well, Paul was saying this is a new, well, it's not a new thing, it's new for us. We've been talking about trying to use it for a while, this stream yards. And it just really is. It's going to make... Just it's so much easier to get people that just want to come on for this, for maybe five ten minutes at a time. Just a wee shout outs for who's in the chat now. It's uh, Stubbsy's here. Hi Brian. OG, I see him. I see OG. OG jumped the waves. I we up in the jet skis with his wee Ranger supporting pal the other day. I seen the video. So he'll be going to the he'll be going to Ibrox next season. I think OG, what's happening there, son? Camp say Welshy enjoying the life of luxury. The new the lad set. I seen that picture the other day with the can in your hand. Jabber, Campsy, Stubbsy. Hello there, Mikey. Nice to see you, Mikey, bud. Nice to see you in, Mikey, mate. Mikey, I'll wait you there if you want to ring in the show. Mark will get you sorted. Um, Right, motor on. Hi, Batter in. Celtic midfielder Ishmael Zorro has joined uh, Portuguese side FC Arosa on a season-long loan with an option to buy. Once the prospect of youngster was hopefully going to take over the reins from former Celtic captain and legend Scott Brown. Rumoured to be a Celtic target, Malik Tayu is on a list of players 
that Germans like Schalke have considered as top priority to sell. The Germans previously linked with Celtic's defender Crystal Julian after talks broke down over, over wages have now signed Japan international Moya Yoshida um, and told me that they now have too many centre-backs in the club and need to finance money for other areas. Mark, we talked about this fellow the other day and we said that we don't think we're in for him because his price tag is, is really between 8 and, and 10 million, you know, around that mark, you know. Aye, oh, I can link to a lot of players, Paul, but it's just, yeah, it's just fairy tale stuff, I think. Good, good players, they're good players, yeah. Paul, but they're not going to, it's but not going to happen. This is what I'm saying, Mark, like these are, when I was reading up about this fella, he's a, he's a prospect, like he's not going to come in straight into the Celtic side, do you get me? No. And then it got, after after I seen that today, and I thought, like, if he's such a high prospect, you know, now they've changed managers, Schalke, and the new manager's not impressed with him. He's been out all season. Last season, Macron only played five games, three at the start, two at the end. I get oh, yeah. wary about a player like that, Mark. Do you know what I mean? If, if a new manager comes in and buys a new defender straight away and wants to put out one of their hot prospects... You know? uh, it's a bit, well, it depends. I mean, they were, uh, they were fighting for promotion, weren't they, Paul Schalke? Yeah, yeah. So, can you maybe look at it that way? He's maybe went for a kind of uh, the, the old head, the old experienced head kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. But, Mark, would, do, do Celtic have the finance, right? We say we got him for half that. We say five, six million. It, we, we, for me... And it was clear yesterday as well, Mark, that our two best defenders in centre-back are Starfelds and Vickers. Are we going to spend that much on a defender? It's going to be back, the bench? main backup. Yeah. I, actually, I don't, I don't think that will happen, Paul. I just... You know? I, just, just, just I mean, it, we've no hands wants to build a strong squad, but as you say, it's a lot of money. Even Celtic are spending that kind of money, Paul. I know Edward was maybe a wee bit different. But when Celtic are spending that kind of money, you're looking at a first-team right, a first-team starter, really, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, uh, Celtic have, have a bid accepted for St. Mirren's 17-year-old defensive midfielder, Dylan Wright. Um, uh, a bid of, uh, 100, uh, of, of 112k was accepted and said yesterday that this, this signing is a Celtic B-team signing. And he's letting all the talks and negotiations be handled by Steve McManus and Darren O'Dea. But that's interesting, Mark, because remember we talked about McManus stepping into this world that he's going to be the link uh, between the... The, the, the team. And it's interesting that we see McManus, Mark, doing, bringing players into that forge. You get me going out buying players specifically for the B team and uh, having a plan, Mark, a proper that, plan. That's what big clubs do, Paul, isn't it? I mean, is that's where. Do you know what this is, Mark? And I was reading about this. This is this is without doubt having Ange and and and, and Mark Lauren in the side because this is what Manchester City do. They buy players, Mark youngsters, and they lower them out straight away. Ah, but they're changing. They're, they're, they're changing their rules, but Paul, I'm sure they're changing that. And I've read a couple of articles that it could affect uh, 
Chelsea, like clubs like Man City and Chelsea. I mean, the other year Chelsea had some like 26 players out on loan or something, was it? 22, 32 players up loan. I mean, that's craziness. And I, well, I always, I'm a great believer, Paul. I think if you get to a certain age, you should be playing for it every week. Whether you're at Celtic and playing for Celtic or whether you're just saying you're getting loan to play every week, players need to be playing games. So you can see why these clubs did they stockpile these young players on the off chance that they find a gem. Because that's really, they're just. Oh yeah, that's what they're all about. They're basically having a... 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 They
for me. I'm quite happy, Mark. I didn't, I, I've said it to you, Mark, a long time ago, I, and I've said this podcast a long time ago, Mark, we are not going to bid for Ferguson. I don't see him uh, as the player. Like, why do you think like, Ange didn't want him, Mark? Do you think maybe, do you think maybe, uh, for me, do you well, think, when Ferguson struggled with the fast pace that Ange plays, as I'm trying to say, and that's maybe what Ange didn't see. Him. But just, you know I mean? but even when you look at who we've got in there already, Paul Gucci, we've not seen anything of Gucci, McCarthy, we've not seen any McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Ferguson, I mean, he can play this, the defensive midfield role, or he can do like the box to box job. But Mark, it's just one of the things. I don't Do you think maybe Ange doesn't want that kind of player, though, Mark, a box to box? Do we? Because when you look at the inverted full-backs, Mark, they, they tuck in, like, so they're kind of playing that barrier between the centre-backs, you get me? So then they don't need a kind of box-to-box midfielder to go up and down the pitch like that all the time, because you say you have McCarthy or Gucci, then that will sit there again, and he's going to create another barrier. So maybe he doesn't want that player, Mark, to be moving up and down the pitch, maybe wasting their energy, that, that he'll have a player who can can't solve the energy back and do the job he wants to get me. Well, you can't just, I mean, it's kind of static, Paul, if you're playing with a three-man midfield and you're, you're, one of them's not playing like a box-to-box role. One mm-hmm. of them's got to get up and do that part. Mm-hmm. To, help, to aid the kind of defensive midfielder and to aid the attacking midfield. Mm-hmm. But it's like the wee boy Hickey for Hearts. I mean, I don't think he'd have got into the Celtic team at that time, but he's been out of Italy. He's improved himself, and he's got a, a big money move to one of the kind of... Not a big team in England, but Brentford are a kind of forward-thinking, progressive okay, kind of team. It's a uh, uh, definitely. Just the same as, like, Ayer or that. You're expecting Hickey to go down there, play for two or three years at Brentford, and then get a move, take the next step onwards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe... Fox and Tumac himself was thinking the same. Like, I go off to Italy, he saw what Hickey did there, Mark. He go off to Italy for a year or two, like, but Fox isn't that much of a young lad either, Mark. So, uh, 22, 23. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, I don't want Mark, it's a good move for him, you know what I mean? Aye, I hope it, I hope it works out for him, I really do. He's a nice enough lad, isn't that? No, sir. Hopefully, it as reported uh, by, by my dear self in the podcast a few weeks ago, Celtic were interested in Israeli international midfielder uh, Mohamed Abdul Fani from Pakahavi. Uh, well, after missing out on supposedly our top target, Vincent Sosa, uh, could Celtic actually turn their attentions back to Fani? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and Mark, the interesting thing is, Mark, I read that. Celtic have actually have talked to do that again about this lad coming as recently as last week. Also, we we saw the nice players mark that uh, that that he bought us. Do you know what I mean? So could this be a deal mark coming on on the radar? Because like, very little podcasters and very little people have been reporting this. Do you know what I mean? Who are you talking about? Muhammad Abdul Fani. Right. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to say that again. You may have said this podcast weeks ago, Mark. Ah, no, I know who you're talking about. I just wanted yeah. to say it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't seem to be getting away, doesn't it? No, it seems no, to be. It's been seen, Mark. You know, I said to 
what Anne said, Mark, that he has about four or five targets. If if one target's not there, then again, well, glad we move on to the next one. I think Fanny is actually one of these targets, Mark, and that this, this deal actually could happen, I said. You know? I said there must be something in it, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, as you said, it's been mentioned a few times and then it's popped back up again. But, I, I, you don't, as we say, Paul, Celtic scout that many players. Just because we scout them doesn't mean that we're actually any closer to signing them or anything like that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's I think, Matt, the, the reason that this one is so interesting is because of the relationship Celtic have with the lad Duda. You know? Ah, uh, that's his agent, isn't it? Yeah, me and Mike. There that one on the screen there, me and Mikey were talking about him the other day, the Argentinian boy. That's too blissful. I have that here, Mark. Uh, just on my next post. Uh, Celtic have been linked with Fast 2 Vieira of Argentinos Juniors. They recently signed Alexander Barnaby from there, Mark. He's 22, he's a defensive midfielder and he represent, represented uh, things. So he could have actually come to Celtic's radar, Mark, when we were scouting. Uh, Barnaby, oh, you might have Paul. You might have, and might. I mean, Mikey watches a lot of kind of foreign games and under twenty ones and stuff like that. And Mikey says he has boys some players, Paul. I've 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 read about. I looked. I looked him up on YouTube and that, but again, it's YouTube and that. and defensive midfielder Mark. And if Ange is looking for this player that he wants. Uh, this fast player who keeps the ball moving, who can put in tackles and get forward with the ball, created this lad is, is it like you know what I mean? You know? Aye, that, that's the kind of we used to go. Oh, it would be great if we could tap into the South American markets and that. But we've said these changes to the rules for Brexit and that makes it a lot easier to bring these players into the country. Well, and, he's that man. And as me and Mikey were talking about as well, there's somebody connected to Celtic that's watching these players in South America. Is this coming in for maybe Mark Lowe came in? I mean, Mark Lowe will know about young man. players, every player because in young the world in that. Because if you look at his uh, CV, Mark, his speciality is the South American market and the Asian market. That's his speciality. So all of a sudden... We, it must be Baby Lil that's doing these kind of yeah, bringing these players to the table. We find uh, Barnaby Mark who didn't actually come to sell his attention till uh, Mark Law came in, really, didn't this? No, you know? no. You know, so he's, and if you look, Mark, over the years, the amount of South Americans that came to Manchester City, you, 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 you um, Gabriel, Gabriel Jesus, they've recently signed another young fella, uh, Stoiker. From South America, from Braca Juniors, um, Man City. This fella is supposed to be the next level. Uh, Diego Maradona, they're saying that he's that good. So, this is a market mark that Celtic never looked at. And I don't think if Mark Law would have came in, Mark, would it, would we have been looking at this market? I don't think so, Paul. But again, maybe be, as I said, with Brexit stuff, we maybe have started looking at it. But no, I think it's definitely somebody David Law that's coming in. I don't think, and you could you could ask me wrong here, Mark. But when you le- when you look at the Celtic scouts, and, and we did it before when 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 we were going through the backroom stuff, I think it was last season, Mark. It was long this time we were looking at it because it was at the time when we were talking about um, Lafarve and stuff. Uh, who's looking after the scouting department? 
And when we look at the Scouts Mark, there's actually not, not one of them is specialised in the South American area. They're all either European-based, English-based, do you know what I mean, Irish-based Scouts. Do you know what I mean? There's never, there was no one really with an expertise of South American, you know? No, because it was a market you would struggle to bring players in for with work permits and stuff like that, so it has opened up. And but see all these places before that it was hard to bring players in for Paul. Now for Brexit, it's just as hard to bring a player in for France as it is for South America, or some wee back country or in Eastern Europe that you would need a work permit in that for. So all these barriers have been broken down now. So hopefully mm-hmm. it's a good thing for for like the smaller clubs like like Celtic when they're competing against these kind of big boys. I mean, as a young guy from Argentina, Brazil or something, going to come over to the UK, to, as you're talking about, just get lost in the Man City system, or does he want to go and come to Celtic and be playing games and playing in the Champions League and stuff like that? Especially, Mark, the, the, the pull as well that Celtic would bring you. Do you know what I mean? Like Celtic is a well-known football club. Ah, okay, definitely. Down in, down in League 1 or League 2, Mark, do you get me? You know? Definitely, it's the Celtic's known all over the world, and see, even if these young players don't, their agent will know Paul, their agent will know all about mm-hmm. Celtic. Interesting here, boy, well, did you dare mind the headline Celtic after where backline to to where uh, was television? Uh, Shirish, Mark, the Brazilian fella? Aye, Shay. That was what, big, Rafa, big Raphael. Yeah, wasn't he, Mark? Uh, there was all a bit of a. I don't know. It was that Waverley, the no, Brazilian did, manager did, did, Waverley Luxembourg. Did sign him, Mark, didn't he? He was on the John Park oh. didn't he? I don't know, to be honest, Paul, without looking that up. But there was a thing, it, it came out years after it, uh, the Brazilian manager Waverley Luxembourg. He was taking backhanders to give players caps so that they could get mm-hmm. big money moves to Europe yeah, and he was getting yeah. a bung off them and stuff like that, so... Oh, he was he was awful. He was awful. I seen him live, Paul. He was he was awful. It just it didn't even look like a football player. He just looked so clumsy and unsteady in the ball and stuff like that. Really, really poor signing that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all from the the transfer market. A bit of gossip around. So Celtic have started their pre-season tour of Australia and have begun by playing two matches so far, winning seven nil against Minos, uh, Vina Victoria. And yesterday's three three all draw against Rapid Vienna. Firstly, Mark, the second the first game, uh, and put out the youngsters and, and rightly so, Mark was against a small team, but there is a few nice little handy youngsters Mark coming through this the, the Celtic youth system, isn't there? Oh, it looks like it really does. But let's cut to the chase, Paul, because I keep saying to you, it's still pre-season friendlies. But this is this is to get the manager looks at them for fitness and sharpness and stuff like that. But this is a chance for these young players to catch a manager's eye. And young Kenny, I know we're going to talk about him, young Kenny, uh, Boss and Lowell, I mean, they just what I've seen this season in the, the games, they've got to be championed a bit, Paul, and at least being, being brought into the first-team squad for me. They really have, at least they two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or again, Paul, they've got to go out and loan. I mean, that mm-hmm. young boy, Kenny, what is he, 19 now? 19, yeah. 19. I mean, he's only the same age as Abada when he came in here, Paul, so I know you can't compare everybody to Abada, but we sh- maybe that's what we should be doing, comparing our youths at 19 year old. Yeah, when we talk about to... them in more detail, Mark, there, though, when we have the, uh, just, actually just after this, like we talk about, but 
go to yesterday's game, Mark. You know what I mean? Like, I know it was pre-season and stuff like that. But defence looked unsteady yesterday, Mark. And I've said it so many times in this podcast. Barry said it so many times in this podcast, Mark. Our best two centre-backs, without doubt, is Starfelt and Vickers. They, they, I don't know, Mark, do they just give each other confidence and stuff like that? Because everyone's blaming Joe Hart for that goal yesterday. No, you have to question Vickers' back pass there oh, as well, Mark, don't you? Yeah, 100%. 100% you've got to question Vickers or that. It was yeah. gone past, Mark. It was gone past Joe Hart. I mean, I'd like, to, I'd like somebody's Paul, see when Julian was backing in the squad and all the guys that were on the forum and that saying Julian should be in the team before Starfield. I'd like them to come on and try and say that they knew. Well, he was, man. I mean, they going to Paul, so people going from Julian's, is they going about him as if he's like a new version of Baresi or Maldini or something you, like that? Do you remember I said to you when I watched the, 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 the Glasgow Cup and he came into the B teams because you're left bringing players like that? Alright? And. I said that Julian was doing what he does best, getting too near the player, giving away silly free sticks, trying to trying to do a forty yard pass mark when Ange doesn't want us to play that yet, that way. Yesterday he started giving away needless free kicks again, Mark outside the box. He tried to pass the ball, he gave the ball away and lost his marker. Like the fellow who scored a goal mark, Julian was throwing over him. And he lost his marker, lost his marker at the corner. You know, like, uh, how can people say that Julian needs to, need, needs to be playing, Mark? Like, I think that this fella, Mark, could, if he stays authentic next season, Mark, he could actually bring a bad atmosphere into that dressing room. Well, he could, if he's took it off. I, I don't think he'll be here, Paul. I said that to you, I just don't. One, his agents in talks with teams for France, the French teams that were in for him. His, his agents been talking to them, sir. I don't expect him to be here, Paul. But I think Celtic made a major, major blunder triggering that year's so extension of his contract. Because the chance would have taken him alone. You know? But uh, it, was, it was a lot... It was, it, it was like what Spurs done with Carter mm-hmm. Vickers. They triggered that extension so they were guaranteed to get a fee for him or Carter Vickers would have been in a free this summer. And But Celtic triggered that option without waiting to see if this Chalka deal was finalised. So now basically Julie's got two years left in his deal. That's bad, bad me, plans. You know what worries me about that then as well, Mark, right? When we extended his deal, right, by an extra year, mm. and he failed to agree terms with Shanker. Yeah, a, a new name there, Paul. Stank, stank monster. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks for coming in, mate, tuning in. Is, is Julian, Mark, actually one of our highest honours? Because he was signed, Mark, at the time for nearly eight, eight nine million, I think, weren't he? So... Seven, seven, mo- seven million, but it'll be a decent wage, Paul. That's, 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 what, that's yeah. what the problem was with Schalke. He wouldn't yeah. have a problem with the wages this season because Celtic would have been subsidising a percentage of them. Yeah. But it was yeah. the wages that they were offering them after the after the year's loan in his full time contract. Yeah, that's the worrying thing, Mark. That he is. Just going to, if he says, Mark, is it going to hamper Celtic by another defender? Do you think? I'd worry, Mark, if he had Julian coming into that back line next season. But, but, but I keep saying it. For me, Julian's got to get Welsh at the pitch first. Mm-hmm. I know Mikey doesn't really rate Welsh, I know that, but for me, he's good enough for a backup at 
SPL level, are you? Yeah, Mark, he did struggle. Fuck. You know? But one well, bad game in pre-season doesn't make you a bad player, Paul. That's no, what I'm no, saying. It's I've seen... I've seen... I I I I rate Reg Mac. I think Reg will be a fine signing for uh, player trusting, but he seems to be making the same mistakes, Mark, that he did last season. Getting, you know, get, getting too near the man. Do you get me? And he, uh, he the man then is so easy to taunt him. Do you get me? Aye, you know? aye, aye. He's, he's, I'm, I'm, he's nowhere near the finished article. I'm not saying that, but and no. the and the pecking order is, it stands for me. Welsh is in front of Julian. Another mm-hmm. new name in the chat there, Paul D J Alba. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks, for thanks, uh, thanks for tuning in, mate. Uh, but, Matt, the, the goals yesterday, you know what I mean? Like, we, 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 we've saw what Kyogo brings to the team, and 10 minutes on to the team, Mark, he sets up an assist and, and scores a goal. Like, there was some great play yesterday by Celtic, you know? Oh, you can still, it's just, you can still see what Celtic's trying to do, Paul. When he, I mean, how many, you buzzing, you'd be saying, how many games is that? They're further on. They've got Champions League qualifiers coming up, haven't mm-hmm. they? So they they're further on in their pre-season as well. In their pre-season since June, yeah, since the start of June, Mark. Yeah, they have qualifiers coming up. But, Mark, I was looking then, though, right, yesterday, and I, I said it to you, uh, and we were talking about, we, we thought James Flowers came off the other day because he was kind of holding his hamstring, and there was kind of reports going around Twitter then that James Forrest was could could be injured for this game, but he was on the bench and he came on. And I saw uh, James Fosmack has lost a lot of weight and looks uh, a lean a lean player. I haven't seen James Foss like this in a long, long time. He really does look lean. Even his face, Mark, he lost weight in his face and you know, do you think maybe Mark no uh, was that in his goals you were watching that? No, no, but... It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's probably, it's probably just a dodgy it's, picture. <laughs> no, it's just down to our sports, sports science department, Mark, getting these players to the fittest physique. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's quickly for us, Paul. Maybe it's quick that he needs to work harder and he needs to be fitter and leaner and be able to cover X amount of kilometres of match and stuff like that. Not only, Mark, does he have to shift the batter, he now has to shift Yasser as well because we know Yasser can play that that side of the pitch as well. Maida. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's that, man, there's that many kind of... They have got a kind of an abundance of wide players in there. You can even throw Mikey Johnson into it if the worst comes to the worst. Do you know what I mean? But I think he'll maybe be on loan for the next season as well. I saw an interesting thing, Mark, actually about him. Uh, I think it was on the forum page, wasn't it? That Anne said that Mickey Johnson now has to dislodge the players in front of him before he gets in the team. You know, is it time for Mickey Johnson maybe himself to think he's not getting into this set of team that he should move on? Getting new new punters tonight, Paul, son. There's another one. Positive vibes. Thanks very much for joining us. Hope you enjoy mm-hmm. listening to us talking rubbish about Celtic. Hey, sorry, Paul, what were you saying there? I said the, the post on the forum page the other day, I forget when Lazar put up, he said that, and said that Mickey Johnson... Firstly, he has to dislodge the players that are in front of him, the likes of Mieda, Yasa, Abada, you know what I mean, Gucho Forrest in there, Mark. Like, is it time for Mickey Forrest to look at himself? Mickey, no, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Johnson. Mickey Johnson, sorry, that he's not going to get into this Celtic team. Maybe he should move on himself for his own career. Mm, I think I think a doubt will be in his head, Paul, whether he's actually going to make it to Celtic. I mean, we've spoken about it a hundred times. 
technically he's a good player. Trying too hard, yeah. Uh, there was the games, Paul. He seemed to be trying too hard in that. But it's his, it's his injury record, Paul. It's his, his physique. Do you know what I mean? We, we, guy, we guys can still be solid. Should alone be, be better for him to get a full season playing football injury free? You mean would be a good move? I might be doing it. I don't know. If, but, but some team like. Well, Kilmarnock's got that dodgy pitch in to see. I know Mike doesn't go there, but I definitely think he deserves a year out and loan to see what kind of player we maybe get back next summer, Paul, a day. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I, I'd be the same as you. Um, uh, let's talk about uh, this player, Mark. Uh, we just walked in slightly there. Uh, Christopher Julian Marcus. We spoke him briefly, but the reason I'm bringing Julian here, Mark, is because I want to talk about Boswell Law, right? And if Julian stays, in my opinion, I prefer to have Boswell Law in there within the first team squad because I remember, Mark, when we signed him at the start of last well, season. Uh, well, you knew all about him, Paul, before we even signed him, didn't you? Raising about this lad, Mark, that I said to you back that. He'd be down to the B team, he'd be too good for the B team, and he'd be sniffing in around the Celtic first team come pre-season. He's played two games, I know, no, Mark, only pre-season. But you can see the lad has a head in his shoulders that he knows how to read the game. Uh, from what I've seen him, Paul, I've, I've, really, I've been looking forward to it. I've seen him, Paul, from what you've said to him, and the wee clips I've seen him, and He's like my type of player. I like that kind of player. Do you know what I mean? So I'm really. I, I think he's. I definitely think he's got to be in the first team squad next season. I really do. You mean like, if I look at our backups, Mark Rice, we're saying like Celtic was supposed to be linked with centre backs. But should we actually sign a centre back, Mark? When we we have this young lad, like we're we're talking about. Uh, Mickey Johnson being 22 we're talking about the young Kenny Abad is 19 Mark Boswell Law's 19 as well he'll be going on 20 soon he's a big laddie for, he's a big yeah. laddie for that age isn't yeah. he yeah. We, need, so we, he... Need to get, we need to get camps to tackle him I think Paul I think mm-hmm. he's a bit of a year league for us bare knuckle boxing fight but I think Mark, he should be like a back up centre back with, with Welch and and have him there in space Instead, instead of spending silly money for 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 centre back is going to sit in the bench when when we have this fellow Mark, we're always saying these lads need to be in the round the first team. They don't need to be playing week in week out, but just to be in the round the first team, Mark, to get this experience going around to Europe to Champions League games. Uh, I'm used to how it feels to be a first team player preparing for games or two or three days before them, and then Paul, as I said. Getting them on the park for, for three or four nothing up, put them on with 20 minutes to go and bleed them into the team, and before you know it, they're first team regulars. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's an actual, I mean, it's common sense when we sit and talk about it. I know it's a bit a lot harder than that in, in reality, but that's good to be what happens. But what is the point of having these young, all these young players in their B team in that when they're no, they're no, they're no. Any mention of bringing them into the squad? You seen the reaction on the forum, Paul? We spoke about like, bring it, just making weak young Kenny the, uh, the third choice striker. Oh, you can't do this. We need to still buy another striker. And how much other times this new striker, whether it's Jordan Larson or whoever, how much game time is he going to get? 
over Kyogo and Gio Kamakis. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless we've spoken about Paul, maybe Gio uh, Kyogo's going to be playing a wee bit further back. We don't know. No, oh, definitely, Mark. Like, even even to have like the likes of Joe Hart, Mark, and, and Vickers and, and, and staff and they're like uh, Bosman Law could be lauding off them week in and week out of training. Like I I definitely think Mark that he needs to be in, in the first team squad next season. Definitely. I, I, I actually would prefer him, Mark, than Julian because it was yes. Julian that was making the mistakes yesterday, not him. It was Julian that was making the, the mistakes in the Glasgow Derby last season, not him. Do you get me? Hi, Paul. And see the thing about it, let's face it, we know that Julian doesn't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Or he wouldn't have went there and spoke to Schalke. Exactly, he didn't want to be talking him about Europe. If he wanted to stay here and fight for his place, he'd come out in the he'd have come out in the press and said that I'm going to stay here and fight for my place and just try and get back into the manager's plans. But he didn't decide to have a wee mump and moan about things and that. And I don't think Angie's the type of guy that will take to that. Do you know what I mean? As you said, the other part could be like a detrimental influence in the dressing room and on other players because he'll still have a wee clique of pals. He's been there mm-hmm. a good time. He'll still be friends with the likes of James Forrest. Callum McGregor guys like that because just because they're knowing the team of that they don't want to stop talking to each other but Julian doesn't want to be here I, we're sitting here we've spent so long talking about him I, as I've said Paul I just don't think he'll be here once the window's shut I really don't mm-hmm. um, moving on I've just something you you touched on there uh, like all this talk about Jordan Larson coming in and like we, we spoke about today like in would would he come to Celtic as at the moment as as we said or two strikers at the moment Mark is going to be G Max and Kyogo is Larson actually going to come in and sit in the bench and ups, maybe upset the whole uh, players up up in that team Mark if he goes in straight into the first team is G Mark is going to like that approach by Ange do you know it could I can't see Celtic signing him Mark to be honest do you know. I don't think it will happen. I, I really don't. I don't think... I think the press are just kind of putting two and two together. And the fans are putting together this kind of fairy tale. They've seen B Baby Larson playing at Celtic Park and that. But the actual logistics and reality is, Paul, we've not got a place in the squad for them. Mm-hmm. And what we're, look, what we're looking for... for as I said, Paul, like your third-choice striker. Any is, three, Kenny, any, is, is Kenny that... Could Kenny Mark do that role, well, like we're just saying well, about Basman Law? Well, Kenny could do the role, Paul, as long as we didn't get any injuries to either Kyogo or Gio Kamakis. Mm-hmm. Because then it's a case of, if say Kyogo gets injured again for a long-term injury, we're back to Gio Kamakis as our main striker, and then we're back up Kenny, which <laughs> you're hoping <laughs> by the time Kenny comes on, the game's no, won and dusted, that, but last, you can't guarantee that. The reason last season, Mark, that... But Joe and Kyogre and Gia Marcus, the bone were out injured and we had the young lad Joey Dawson up there a few games with the batter. Kenny was actually injured uh, and he had COVID last season, so he wasn't kinda of up to speed himself. But no, like watching like uh, watching him against uh, Victoria Mark, he, he knows where the goal is and it doesn't matter if it's uh, a smaller team or a minus team, that that doesn't matter. But the fact is that he knows where the goal is. You know, I'd be happy enough to see Kenny's worth kind of 
third choice striker, Paul. I would rather we went down the road of Kenny than going and signing okay. like like your Defoe's or somebody like that. Because for me, that's the player that you're going to bring in as a third choice. Is either going to be a young lad or a, like a veteran that's seen his time out. And if it's going to be a young lad, we know as well being it, we're in young lad. Do mm-hmm. bring it, bringing in even a loan or something like that. Because Mark, I was looking between the two matches yesterday, like two matches, and especially yesterday's match, like the subs bench yesterday and and the start eleven, like it's a good squad now that Celtic has compared to this time last season. Sorry, Paul, say that again. I said, uh, looking at the squad yesterday between the start eleven and the bench, it's a strong squad now that Ange oh. has packed with youngsters. Mark, who we said we want to be there likes the Kenny Bosman Law and if you go back to last season at the start this time last season we had no squad so like in a matter of a year we we have a nice squad with some young players coming up. I mean in the space of a year Paul really it's a brand new squad, isn't it mm-hmm. really? Even the the players that we've the players that we've had there that have that have stepped up. I mean people when we're talking about Kenny, players like Kenny and Boss and Lil Paul, look at the difference in uh, Tony Ralston. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you know that Boston Lula or Kenny coming in and working with the first team day in and day out every day, working under Ange, the first team coaches, couldn't he just kick on the way Ralston has and become... Because that, that's why I think it's key now that these lads are kept in, in the first team because of the type of manager Ange is, that they, they'll actually learn from it. I think, Mark, these these two players specifically, just, I, I don't want to go really Hold on the new Paul, that was Stubbsy, Kyogo and GG will have periods of time out. If they're injured, Stubbsy, I agree with you. But see this resting players, we've heard it with Angie's own mouth. Angie doesn't rest players. If they, mm-hmm. if he go, see if the data, the data driven stuff before that's working out and they're fit to play, they're playing. I mean, that seems to be the way he approaches the game. So unless one of them get injured, I don't see how it, it really cause any kind of problems. Mm hmm. Definitely. I actually lost what I was going to say there. No. So, sorry, bud, sorry. Um, try, try, we need to try and keep the, the, no, the I was going to say something, the, the, I was going to say something about the two lads, like having a manager like Ange, Mark, and I think with these two lads, right, I think it, it'd be more benefit for them not to go out and law next season and stay with Ange at Celtic within the first team squad rather than go out and loan. I think it's key that they don't go alone just to stay in the first team mark in the round that experience and as you said come into games now and then and just I, I think that that would be more benefit to them I, 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 I totally agree with you Paul it's, we keep talking about like the pathways of teams and that's part of this kind of pathway into the team unless you're absolutely sensational Paul it's a part of me as a young player you're not going to just walk into the first team so they've mm-hmm. got to kind of I mean even guys like David Beckham, Cal McGregor, they've all went out on loan for a year, there's somebody in their chat saying Christopher Ayer and that, and they come back better players, Ryan Christie. Yeah, but it, Mark, just make, it makes you a but better player if you're out yeah, there playing. Yeah, they did, Mark, but, then, but then, Mark, if, if you look back to the managers back then as well, we had Brendan Rodgers, we'd need Lemon, that when the players went out loan, they could come back to set, but Ange has a certain type of play that I'd, I'd be afraid if the likes of Kenny and Bosman Law went out and loan and they came back to Celtic then next season and they they won't have to play the way Ange plays to get me. 
You know, that's why. Aye, aye, right, aye. I know you're getting that now. I know you're getting that now. Aye, aye. But I don't think another season in that B team, Paul's got to do them any good. No, no, no. Plus, as well, what's that rule? You say you're only allowed three non Scottish players in it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, I mean. Boss and Lowe and Young Kenny, they're two of them right away. We rock over. They're your three players right away. Mm-hmm. And you've Young Toby. Toby, yeah. your boy. Yeah. Who so positions that? Who's that again? An <laughs> uh, interesting thing that I saw on the, the, the live chat there, Mac, by, by DJ Alvarez. He was on about Ozazu Yorhidi and. I felt sorry for the lad yesterday, Mark, when I saw all over Twitter after the game, I saw everywhere that the, the lad is useless, he's no space, he's no pace, it was on the, it was an all live chat yesterday, and I was looking at the lads, like, he's, he's 20, he's old enough now, Mark, I, I actually didn't realise he was 22, you know, he's 22, alright, but they need to f- get realistic, Mark, he's not a right back, he never was a right back. He's been put into position because of two injuries we have to Ivanovic and Radisson. And I was looking at the lads like, I, I, I actually don't know what game they were watching, Mark. You always, get, you always get that, Paul. You know, but I I've actually, seen, I've even seen some folks slagging off to be the new Argentinian left back, Burnaby. I've seen yeah. folks slagging him off in that. He's, in the, he's in the club, ah. Mark, not even a week. A week. You know, he's only in the country 10 days or something like that. Yeah. Do you know, aye, and the lads just slagged him off. Just Celtic fans, Paul. It's a CT, you know, Paul. Used to be players were... Uh, what was that a CT, Paul? Players used to be judged in their last game. Celtic players, they were getting judged in their last touch of the ball. That's basically what it's like on social media and forums. For, 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 for the last, all of last season, we're going on about the, the lack of a big player that we have. Like, you look at the size of Bosman Law and you look at the size of Ozaza Yorahidi. You know, uh, that's a bit of physical presence, yeah, what we were saying they've been missing. When we, when we signed Yorahidi from Sheffield Wednesday, he was playing week in and week out at centre-back for Sheffield Wednesday. Do you get me? Aye. So, there's a player there, Mark, but is he able to, the question is, is he able to play the way Ange wants and at the moment Mark, I don't know because I haven't seen him in his natural position last season at the start of pre-season Mark he was churning to right back as well because we only had Radisson there and Ange was looking at different options it's clear Mark the lad doesn't have the pace that's needed but what centre back Mark has pace do you get me? Aye I know what you're saying you know like I, 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 I can't make a judgement Mark on, on, on him till I actually see him in his right wifey position do you get me? You know, and I said, loads of them yesterday, like, you know. But again, Paul, there's, there's that many players that were kind of still the jury's out on, isn't it? That's it, Mark. Like, but this, Mark, this is a fella who played with the Dutch youth system up until he came to Celtic. And then it's done. I know he was loaned well, out last season to Belgium. We've seen that happening, Paul. Players' careers. Look, we yeah. look at Connell and that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Another young guy that I was looking forward to seeing playing for his it's just no work to it, his agent, his agent was not too chuffed I, like, I, I know, I know for, for the circumstances that it was, that he had the player there yesterday, but, like, it's pre-season, like, like, 
Show a minute, show a minute, centre back. Let's actually see if the lad decent. Like, so because Mark, we were saying, we're constantly getting caught out of corners. We saw that yesterday with, you, with Julian losing his man. Show it to God, Mark, if we have a big centre back, Mark, coming through the ranks. He's six foot four, nearly, Mark, six foot five. Or she'd be putting people in the post as well, Paul. Exactly. Oh, shocking, Mark. Shocking. Do you know what I mean? That's. I, I don't. I think I said it on the forum, Paul. I think it was Brendan Rodgers I first noticed it wasn't he doing it, and it was a pure pet hate. I mean, well, Mark, did we John John last season? Though we did have someone on the back post, didn't we? We did used to have someone on the back post. Was you it? I can't, I can't even. Yeah. I thought it was Rodgers that done away with that. No, another new. Some parts of the last season, Mark, we did have someone on the back post, but. Is this something now that they're, they're trying in pre-season not to have no one on two bosses because you're wide open? No, so it's, that's just craziness for me. You're another new, new, person, you're another new name in the chat, Paul Daniel MC. Thanks for joining us, Daniel. Really, Mark, like, when the caller comes in, Mark, realistically, the keepers judging if he can go out for us or does he stay in the box. So he's always on a corner, Mark, the keeper's going to be caught in two minds. You know what I mean? That's why he needs support from the post. Do you get me? Because and, 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 and as well as as well as we know, as well, Paul, we know Hearts know the kind of big dominating goalkeeper that's going to just fly out and try and grab the ball, and if he's knocking attackers, defenders out the road, he mm. doesn't care. That's no Hearts kind of style, sir. If he's if he's coming for the ball, he needs to make sure he's going to get it. And if he's not coming for it, and if he's coming for it and 50-50 you need people on the post to, exactly do you know what I even I the chances are Connors yesterday Mark and he fisted out oh, oh, so it's hard to do it's just why he's not doing it do you get me aye that fisting out came I don't, I, I don't know if I'd rather he fisted the boy or kicked it out the way he's been doing that there the last few while as well but Mark again if you look at that save Joe Hart had no right to save that header I mean that was gold bong that header was gold bong the fans and everything were celebrating and he got down to his uh, back horse and, uh, and, and some save not only save it Mark but hold it do you know what I mean you know I think the, 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 oh, the I'm not slagging I'm not slagging Joe Hart no, I you know that but, but you know what the I mean keeper, the keeper position he has got his weaknesses is going to be interesting next season with, with Simon Segrist I mean you, you look at that save yesterday from Scott Bain that was going to the top corner you know I always said that Scott Bain was the best of three that we had between Hazard and Barkas. He was a good and Scott Bain is a good shot stopper. Yeah, yeah. Apart from that, he's not really offering much but really in, you know. I'd I'll be surprised if Scott Bain's still there as well, Paul, when the windy shots. It's interesting, Mark, because like we didn't have a podcast since we signed Seagrass and yeah, because it was we were shocked with that because we spoke about that for months me, yeah. you, Mikey and Jonas do you know what I mean yeah. we just didn't think he would accept coming to Celtic to be the number two you know like, life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at UH1.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. To me, Seagrass is a good keeper, Mark. And you know what? I'm delighted he came to us rather than go on the other side because I think it would have been a benefit to the other side if they got him. You know? Oh, but, definitely. And if, if they didn't... I mean, I don't know whether Seagrass turned them down or whether it was down to... Uh, they were offering McGregor a new contract anyway, but it was the deal. It was meant to be that they wanted Seagrass if McGregor was turning down, turning down the new contract with him, mm-hmm. and then it just comes down to money with everything else with him. Do you know what I mean? I mean because they're Mikey saying I know Dundee United are they're desperate for a goalkeeper. So maybe, but we spoke about that as well because Mikey and Jonas have said that Bain's always batting Dundee. So mm-hmm. I moved back to Dundee, Dundee, the city. Dundee, I would be ideal for him because. Or I hate going back to this young lad, oh, yeah. Mark. You know I love him, Mark, and I've, I've always rated him. But if Bain doesn't go... If John, what, Jonas tell Mikey that they've made, what, a bid for, they've made a bid for Bain, Paul. What's that? They're, I've put up my screen there, Jonas tell him the day that they've made a bid for Bain. Oh, I think we'll get Jonas on, Mark. Aye, I said that, aye, we'll get him on before yeah. the, before the season know, kicks off. If Bain didn't go, Mark, my biggest problem with these three keepers there is what does this do for Tony Aloemi? You know what I mean? What does this do to his progress? Because for me, Mark, he should have been coming on that bench yesterday. Do you get me? Well, I was I was surprised at that, Paul. Yeah. You thought it would have been you thought maybe it would have been Toby or uh, Seagrist. Uh, is is Ange actually putting him out in the shop window, Mark? Well, maybe it is that. Maybe maybe. I can't, I can't understand the, like any other reason for it. You know, because like I'd hate to see having these three keepers there, and and I know for a fact, Mark, that if if the lad's not getting getting any pathway to this, like he has been getting the pathway to get me, Mark. He's been in and around the first team. He's been getting it. He's actually training out with Stevie Woods and Joe Hart. But if that suddenly stopped, Mark, you get me. Because they now have Bain, Segris, and Hart, and his train with the first team, I can guarantee you, Mark, he'd be snapped up down South Street. Oh, I told you, Spurs want him back. Oh, Spurs were raging that they'd lost yeah. him, wouldn't they? Yeah. I, that's my yeah. weird thing, but, but for me, Paul, I'd say definitely Bain, Julian, won't be here by the, by the close of the window. Well, what about a Yessi, Mark? What about a Yessi? No, oh, he'll be away as well. I, mean, he's I see Bal. Bal of Celtic. Mike will probably know the name of the guys, but I see Bal had Celtic as kind of main striker to some Turkish team. So that it's meant to be the story. Yes, they Bal, have, yeah, Bal, they are looking, have, yeah. Bal are looking at taking a Yeti back. Well, didn't they? Sorry, just do my nose there. Didn't they try to come in for America in can January? Because can't be, be, t- be taking prop on the stream, Paul. You know, didn't they come in for him in January? <laughs> Because aye, they thought aye. that this lad was going to be moving to this Turkish film as well. You know, I think there was the rumours back then as well, Mark, weren't there? You know? Aye, it always seems to be a kind of story that comes up any time. Like, Mark, I'm, I'm surprised. A Wendy's open, my yet again back to Switzerland. If you look at about a right? even before we signed this new lad, uh, Barnaby, like before we signed him, right, and we had Taylor, 
Montgomery and Scales there, right? And at the time, Scales was still trying to get used to Andrew's system. And the only realistic player that I could think of who was suited to Andrew's system back then was Bonangoni. Do you actually think maybe, Mac, if the club knows well, they don't want him there? Don't want who there? Bonangoni. Oh, it's another one, Paul. I mean, Celtic carriers, it's just... But it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not it's not all season, you get me? Is it? Is it? Is it not just Ange, you know, Mark? Is it the club that don't want him there? Right, probably. You know. Aye, probably does. Aye, I don't see. Because I, like, I don't he's think Ange is going to two, two, three weeks, Mark. Because of that, they uh, because then, of the COVID thing and that. They started crowding up on top of us. Then as well over that situation, do you get me? I think he said about a bad deal, Paul. With the COVID thing and that, to be honest, I thought the press, I, I know it was rang and stuff like that, but I just think it was kind of blown out of proportion yeah, with the press. The mark and that's what it, that, that, that's what it was, you know. He really did. Ah, uh, he went done a job on him and that. I mean, he's not, he's a decent enough player. He'll find a team somewhere. You get, but agents will always find you a team somewhere, Paul. Mm. And ball and goalie, he'll be but another one. So, like that, they'll be. Will there any be surprise departures, Mark? Or do you think it'll just be hopefully these four who we will say that I don't know, Mark, we're seeing we're seeing it since the start of the season, really, with with, with these lads like Bonangoli, Julian, Ayesi. I think I think if there's gonna be a big surprise, Paul, I, to be honest, I do think it might be Juranovic, but I don't think it'll I don't think it'll happen. Mm-hmm. I've said mm-hmm. that there's gonna there's gonna be bids coming in for him at the kind of level that Celtic will accept that. Celtic will accept that. Well, Aye. I mean, you know? but that's what Celtic do. That's how they sell, moving to Celtic. You come to us, play for us for a year, two years, whatever, build yourself up. If we get a big money offer for you, we'll leave it up to you whether you want to stay or want to move on. I mean, he's it, no intentions, from what I've heard, Paul, he's no intentions, they're leaving. But, yeah, because but, Mark, but, but it depends that. who these offers come in for, Paul. Yeah, Do you get what I mean? If you look at him now, season, Mac, at the cameras, telling Yoss at the cameras, he must sign, he must sign a new... Do you know what I mean? And then Ivanovic then is the one that's actually leaving. I'd be the same as you, Mac, I think. I think he's going to give Celtic another season, since the fact we're in the Champions League as well. You know, I think that's a, I think that could be one of the biggest holes in in getting him a, you know, in getting who, and keeping him. Oh, keeping him. Yeah. Aye, well that's aye. I mean, unless unless it's going to be Paul like a life changing. I mean, can you? Do you honestly think Yaranovich is going to leave Celtic for a, a Southampton? No. Or something. Do you get what I mean? That's what I'm saying. If they expect it, bids for big teams come in. As I say, that's how we sell the club to these players to come in and do that. So Celtic will give him the option. Look, we've had an offer for X team. It meets your valuation. We're not forcing you at the door. We're more than happy for you to stay. We want you to stay, but it's up to you with that kind of life-changing move kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting thing to Mark, right? And I was looking at this, and I was looking at the two players. Can you, Paul? Can you? Are you type on that? The chat and it's coming up as the Celtic Rumors TV yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, need to change so, that, man. So, <laughs> so, right, we're linked with this, we're supposed to be linked with another defensive midfielder, right? So, we currently have James McCarthy and Iriguchi there, right? So, 
we need to see. I, I, I've said it to you, Mark, that Gucci is doing what I said Gucci would do. He, he'd break up the player, and that's what he's doing. But also, James McCarthy's been doing that, Mark, in, in pre-season. I, we said it at the start of last season, pre-season was going to be key to these two lads. Now, an interesting thing came up the other day on, uh, on, on Twitter. Could Ange actually change his style in the Champions League, Mark, and play two defensive midfielders that he has been doing in pre-season with McCarthy and Gucci playing together? Goal Khmer a 4-2-3-1 kind of mm-hmm. formation. But that's what he did when the two lads came on, Mark. Could he be trying out something new for the Champions League? Because well, well, maybe that's what he's going to do, Paul, to give him a bit more defensive cover in the yeah, Champions because League. because he's not changing the system, Mark. He's changing the personnel, mm-hmm. you get me? You know, because if we go into the... Go and play with... The, if if you get on, Mark, if they the Real Madrid's or Juventus, and if we go all out the way we play in Scottish football, we could be in for long nights in Champions League. You know? We could uh, have Callum McGregor win the Champions League as a defensive Callum McGregor gets destroyed in there, Paul. I said that in yeah, the last podcast yeah. we done. That, that gives me the fear that... I don't... <coughs> excuse me, I don't even like McGregor playing that role in Scotland, Paul. I don't mm-hmm. I prefer him further up the field creating well, got, stuff he, in he that. Got, but he, got, he got called out, Mark, against Ukraine and Ireland in, in, in that position. Do you know what I mean? He's not a defender, Paul. He can't no, tackle. And that's, exactly. I, no, so that's the biggest problem right away. So maybe it's going to get back to the kind of old system you're saying, be like, like the two anchors sitting in there and it's like the ball winner guy and then it's just a pass He's never did something like this since he's been in for the year, playing these two, two, two defensive midfielders in that role. Do you get me? He's never done this. Maybe just and didn't think he needed to. He seems to be trying this, do you get me? You know? Aye, maybe just doesn't think he, need, he needed to. Yeah. I mean, as you said, he's not changing. It's, it's no... People put some like too much credence on things like formations and that. No, but he's, he's, not, he's not changing that, no. anything. He's just tweaking, tweaking his system. And still, enable, they'll still play the same way. way. Aye. To, to push up more, do you get me? Right. You know? You know, like... like I know, Mark, you're a great fan of, of, of James McCarthy and listening to what he's been saying over pre-season, that he's fit, he's, he's having a good pre-season, he was training uh, at Lennox Town during the summer, you know what I mean? I, I think, like, are, are, are we actually, do we actually need to go, Mark, and buy another defensive medium well, when we have these two lads there? Well, maybe that's why you weren't interested in Lewis Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Between be. between Gucci McCarthy, uh, I can't even say that other name, Paul. You can say that you're a go-ahead guy. Who? <laughs> she does. Oh, doesn't it matter. Gucci. Aye, aye. Gucci, just call Gucci. Gucci. Right, right. Gucci. right, aye. Maybe that's who we weren't uh, uh, boss and loyal. Maybe that's who we weren't in for Lewis Ferguson. I because so, I'm just so. I mean, if, I mean, for me. Outside, outside Celtic and nah, never mind even them. Just outside Celtic, he was probably one of the best midfielders in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Lewis Ferguson <coughs> and maybe Angus. Obviously, if Celtic are looking at the best youngest players in Scotland, they're not doing their job right, Paul. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because but maybe that's why Angus said, "Double, well, I don't need time because I've got, I've got James McCarthy, I've got Gucci there sitting there, I've got 
uh, Bush and Lowe sitting in the B team. Let's be honest, Mark. Like Gucci was just unlucky last season getting that injury. Do you know what I mean? And to be fair, Bison did well last season. Do you get me? You know, and you're oh, not going to be changing uh, the winning team. Do you get me? You no, know? no. You know, and, and bestie, and evening bestie. Thanks I for joining us, bud. I think it could be a very interesting season between the two of them. You know, especially Gucci, Mark, because. I've, I've said it, Mark, all, all along here with you and Barry and making people laugh. I mean, the live chat saying, pause and up, try Gucci. But you could see, Mark, what I was trying to say about him is what he does. And Angie's brought him in to do that job, Paul. There's no stubs that exposed him, Mark. It was Angie. No, it's about, for whatever reason, he didn't get much of a chance last year to get that injury and that stuff. So... As you say, maybe we don't need this set kind of mid, this new midfielder that, no. uh, that everybody's saying because basically Gucci's an unknown. I've seen yeah. Gucci coming in. Ah, uh, it's like it's going to be like a new signing, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the the, the father from uh, here pronouncing his name because it's just what it is, like. Abdul Fani, <laughs> and <laughs> and you look at the father Vieira, I think they like to move forward. You get me? Gucci likes to move forward as well, Mark. But that's not that's not James McCarthy's game, Mark. Do you get me? No, you no. Know, he'll just he'll just sit back and uh, protect and, the defence. And, and and that's really like that's why I think Ange actually played it together because he'll have the stronghold in the middle of the park. But if if one of them needs to go forward and break up the play, it's going to, like that's what I said about Gucci, Mark. He'll be he'll 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 William. Thanks for tuning in, William. You know, so Aye. I think McCarthy would I, I, just saying, if he's going to go with the two, Paul, when we get back to like what we saw with like Scott Brown and McGregor playing in the yes, two positions, yes. a wee ball winner, which McCarthy could do, and then a wee touch to the side to let McGregor go and control the play. You know, like what, what Wilchie is saying here, like Gucci will be uh, will be a player for us like this. He has an engine mark that we've seen from all our Japanese signings. Like Gucci's not a fan of mark who does it run. Do you know what I mean? One minute yesterday he was up the front tackling. Aye. The next two seconds he was down the back line breaking up the play as well. I think, Mark, we could actually. I think we can actually. I think we see the we we see the the, the best of him next season. Yeah, really just easier, Paul. Angie's brought him into their specific job for one reason or another. He's not the chance to show us what he can do, but. I'll I'll put my trust in Ange that he'll he'll get into the team when Ange feels he's ready and he'll mm-hmm. do a good job for us. I really because this is Mark. If you look at the signings, like this is an Ange signing. Do you get me? Ah, uh, exactly. Aye. Yeah. You know, because like there's options there, Mark, and like I know Ange wants to the, the, the sign up players, but then Mark, if you do that, Mark, is Ange giving himself too much of a headache? Then maybe. Having unsettled players, do you get me? Oh, it's a squad game, Paul. We play enough. We play enough game. I mean, what did Dan say the other day? He's expecting to play at least sixty games this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but there's plenty of games here for guys to get game time, Paul. Yeah, but Mark, you know, modern football is now like, and I mean, they want to be playing. Do you get me? Do you know they want? They don't want to be giving up up their position. Like you know, I just think Mark that. I, I know he's still looking for a thing like, but I don't think it's an urgent area to get me when we have these two players mm. already there. And do you know, 
thanks very much, Margaret. Thanks for joining as well. It's just a cordial fiendings in the heat of Lisbon. Just that's so that's just for the music is. But thanks very much for coming in, Margaret. Um, moving on, so uh, Celtic will finish up their 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 preseason uh, next Wednesday against Bannock uh, at five pm. Will then they will turn to finish the rest of their training camp and return to Glasgow. They will then face Blackburn at Celtic Park, where Mark and a few lads from our phone page will be all meeting up the attendance. Mark, it's been a while since you've been back at Celtic Park. You must be really, really looking oh, forward to this. Ah, it's been too long, bud. Really, it has. Mm-hmm. And I say, it's not. See, really, put it's just. It's, it's not even getting to the games because Celtic Park's only like what twenty, twenty-five minutes away from me. It's just the bother with the crutches and that, bud. You know what I mean? It's just. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Just before I went on air, my wee nephew popped in. Mm-hmm. And he's all pure excited. He's away bragging his pals. He's getting into stone with the Green Brigade and stuff like that. So I am really looking forward to it and meeting Welsh as well after I let him down with that ticket for the Derby game and stuff like that. So it'll be a good day out. Just wish you were coming in for it, bud. Uh, who, what, what one player are you hoping to see? You know, like, like I'm counting, if you know, like, things that we don't see, cameras, players off the movement, they're... You know, things you don't see in television, Mark. Like, it's a great opportunity for you to actually see these players' movement off the ball as well, isn't this? I'll not see, no see much, Paul, considering I'll be sitting down in the standing sections, you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> no, just... I, I, Paul, I'm just going to enjoy my day, bud. No, I mean, whatever it, it happens, it'll happen. I'm just delighted to be going to see Celtic again, mate, really. Oh, but without doubt, by pre-season or not pre-season, Mark, to get me. Uh, just... You know? just been that long. I mean, yeah. it, bro- it, it broke my heart to get up my season ticket, but it just it wasn't worth the money. I couldn't pay it every year, Paul, no go to games, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, definitely, Barry, I'm delighted you're going, unfortunately. It came a bit too soon for myself, boss. October, hopefully, Mark. Uh, we'll get you, we'll get you, no bother. You know, hopefully, October. You know, but, you know, all the pre-season, Mark, like, they, we, no pre-season last season. You know, they're finishing up. They still have to play Norwich, I think, as well. Rodgers still have a... But the start of the week, the start of the league, Mark, is, is well, just before, Just before, Paul, we talk about that, just a big shout-out to Welshie as well for sorting out the tickets and that, mate. I just mm-hmm. appreciate that as well, Welshie, man. You know, uh, just, Mark, with the pre-season, looking at the players and... You always said, you said to start the show pre-season about fitness, getting the players back up to fitness and stuff like that. I think next season, Mark, we could be frightening in, in the league. Really, oh, really do. Looking at the squad now, Mark, and looking the condition of the players because of our sports science department. Like, not only has Ange changed the players, Mark, and the way we play, Oh, he's brought the right people into the right areas that need to be brought in years ago. The likes of Anton in sports science and stuff like that, you know. The data, Gordon, uh, Gavin Strack inside doing his proper job that he needs to be doing. Do you know? It, it's well, really it's, frightening. Uh, the change, Paul, the change in the club for a year ago is a playing squad to behind the scenes. Even, even the way the, the club seems to be inducting itself, Paul, under Nicholson. I mean, mm-hmm. people say, oh, you, you never hear this guy in the paper, you never hear him talk. That's the, that's the point of a good CEO. 
I see you mm. shouldn't be courting publicity. You, know, you shouldn't need to pick up a paper and read that the CEO's talking about stuff. The CEO's job's to run the club and go on with it. It's up to the manager and stuff like that to deal with the press. And that's, it really is the change in the full club, Paul. I've, people were on the other day of the, on the forum of going on when the, the board are, the, 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 they don't put any money in. These guys are doing a job. Mm-hmm. It's their job mm-hmm. to run Celtic. It's no other place to put money into a club. And for Peter Lowell left the building, they're changing the full club from top to bottom. The fans and everything are all back inside, back in the manager and back in the team. It's like night and day for this time a year ago. It really is. It's brilliant. I just want to ask uh, the live chat there, like um, Patrick there, McLaughlin's putting up, he said said to my pal there last night, we'll score uh, 120 goals uh, next season. Who's your preferred striker next season? Is it Giamakis or is it Kyogo? Just and live chat there, I'll just put it up in the comments and we, we read them out. You know, I, for me, I think just because what he brings to the team is his movement and the way he moves off the ball it, it has to be Kyogo I'm with him yesterday Mark coming off the bench and doing the assistance so I think Kyogo Haida Hayase Mark and Dijon in the, and, and then you have Yasa you have O'Reilly behind him maybe Callum Mack there as well Mark like, it's frightening Mark I mean, it really is frightening to be... I mean, even you've Georgie Marcus in there, Mark, like, the, the attacking options are, are just frightening. Who fills Rodgers' boots, Mark? Is it Tomble or is it O'Reilly? Like, these are questions we need to ask ourselves here. You know? Well, as Paul was said earlier, we play that many games that can be either or. Mm-hmm. You know, because I thought Tomble, Mark, yesterday, like, his passing as well yesterday, Mark, was... It was, it was, it was excellent. And I've, you know, Mark, I'm, there's some, I, I can criticise Tomble, you know. There is, there's some kind of rumours going about that Turnbull might be in his way out, but I'm not really, I'm not really paying much forest, attention Mark, to it. Forest, West Ham, West Ham have been, West Ham have been scouting for a long time. Yes, Forest yes. and uh, Fulham, Fulham were mentioned as well, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Was, would Turnbull be that great a loss if he left? no. That's my, that's just my opinion, Mark. No, not not. If it was underneath Lennon, Mark, yes, he'd be a big loss to the squad. But no, considering but, but like, Mark, if Tom Rogic left, if Tom if Tom Rogic left at the end of Lee Lennon's last season, you know when we maybe they would have bothered, maybe they would have batted an eyelid. Mm. A guy, a kid, Rogic, he's due, man. He totally redeemed himself here in that last year Definitely. for me. Do you know what I mean? But no, Mark, that. Since we signed O'Reilly, they, you don't. I don't feel we're going to miss Roderick Mark because I think O'Reilly will, will uh, do like, Roderick like, job I, and more. I, I like me. me, Matt. I do. I like me, Matt. O'Reilly, man. I've said that to you for the first time. I see yeah. Paul. Just I'm not going. I'm, I'm not compare. I'm not compare. I'm not comparing him to Paul McStay, but he's that t- He's all over the place, and he's got a good engine on him. I know. I know. Down the bottom corner. That's why I think I think that's a O'Reilly's gonna bring goals next season, Mark. Definitely like he's only been with us since January. Do you know uh, he mean? could be the kinda of, what I what I complain about McGregor. see McGregor was younger, Paul, he was that type of player. 
arriving in the edge of the box and scoring goals and see playing him further back, that's been took away from him. Yeah, but I, for me, we Matt Orley's a kind of type of player. Because McGregor was playing that role for so long, covering Scott Brown, that do you think maybe Matt Keith forgot how to play that role that O'Reilly's playing now? Not forget really about, see. not used to it anymore. So uh, that he's going to maybe, I, I, just maybe no, I don't know if it's, it's natural to um, play up further, uh, further. I mean, McGregor's certainly not scoring enough goals for me. Definitely, uh, definitely Disney for what he was like when he was younger. Do you know what I mean? They've, they've took, they took a lot out McGregor. I mean, I think McGregor's a great player. I just don't like him playing in that bad, that defensive midfield role. I don't think he's suited to it. And, well, maybe in Scotland, I guess the lesser teams, but we've got on about it in the derby games, Paul, how, how, how muscled we get in these games and that. Mm-hmm. And your defensive midfield is meant to add that extra bit of muscle. Mc, Mc, McGregor doesn't do that. No, he doesn't, Mark. No, no, no. I think, Mark, if McGregor did that, he, he'll end up getting sent off in games because he can't tackle. No, and no. people used to go and see when Sorrow came on and was running about like a headless chicken and thing, things like that, and then it always used to be the quote-unquote walking the yellow-cared kind of tightrope. But for me, look back, Paul, and see how many games McGregor's walking that same, same tightrope in derby games and European games for putting in stupid tackles that he doesn't need to put in. What happened to him, Mark? It's like the, the, this fella... We were screaming to play instead of Scott Brown, and and to be fair, Mark, we had Barry Forbes here on the team, and and he even said it like that. He's been playing well, and Scott, and then he gets dropped, and Scott Brown comes in. But after that, Mark, he just seems to be a totally different player to what we were so used to seeing him. Don't you say like a headless chicken? Aye, that's really what, that is what it looked. That's what it kind of was like. It really was. It was just a ran about mental for ten minutes, end up booked, and then because I, I mean people were comparing him to Cantina. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. but he would be the ideal like of, of what we saw in filling for Scott Brown. He would be the ideal defensive midfielder that we want because of his pace. He just for some reason. He just can't be trusted. No. Nah. But yeah. fair do- I mean, he's away as well, so fair dues, do you know what I mean? Just it's another player that he's really worked out. It's a good piece of business. Uh, Aye. I don't know. Well. Did, did, did they mention a fee, Paul? No, I don't think that'll probably come up, Mark, till the end of the season, I say, when 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 it's done. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think they'll give out that information you now that he's only even, under... Well, he, even if it was a free transfer, let's be careful. Who cares, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is it? I mean, if we can free Beaton and we can free Rogic, we can free Sorrow next summer. Exactly. Is is Barkas's deal a loan or is that a buy? Well, it's a loan. A, a loan. There's an option to buy, but it's just loan, Paul. Did you see sure him playing against uh, the Queen's Park they were playing, Mark? Was it the other day? No. I think, were they playing Queen's Park, Eurace and Barker? Oh, I don't, no, I don't know, they might have been, I don't, I, I don't know. And it was typical, it was his first game in goal for him, and his typical Barkas comes out to get the ball, and the ball goes straight through his hands. <laughs> just, just, your man still doesn't know how to use his hands. Right? He just looked terrified, Paul. Didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but man, he comes out there to criticise the Celtic. 
Sega Aye. fans never gave him the love and they never gave him a chance. Like, he's got plenty of chances, Mark, with the Celtic fans. Oh, Aye, Paul, for the very first minute I seen him in a Celtic jersey, he just looked as if he'd the weight of the world in his shoulder. And I know, uh, let's put it in perspective as well, Paul, all that stuff, it was a time with COVID and all that. So you can see why maybe it didn't work out. You can you can maybe understand why you know, maybe that stuff was just getting getting into his head. That things weren't the same. He wasn't he wasn't getting to know his teammates and stuff like that. But he still looked as if he'd the weight of the world on his shoulders. He'd never looked comfortable in the Celtic jersey. No, I mean, really, it, was, it just it, never it looked. Him, it just even his facial expression. Just I don't know, maybe it's just that's his expression, but he just always looked terrified to me, as if what's going on here. What's <laughs> That's how he's not going to the Blackburn game. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to do private messages on Discord, but they put low public, so I saw them, now they're freaked. <laughs> like, no, look, look at that comment. What's that? What comment? On the screen there for William Smith. Well, Shay, I did try to join me on my hun because of my name. <laughs> Oh, that Bobby is this? No, <laughs> William Smith. Oh, right, Jesus Christ. I think Reggie is going to say everyone be until he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> we know Jesus Christ, poor Jabber got him. Poor Jabber, man. That was about three folk messaged me. I can see a hun. You know, but Mark, everything, like, last season, uh, pre-season was just atrocious. We had the qualifiers in. There were choices against Michelin. It's just a different turn around now. Do you know what I mean? Like we're going into games. We're comp- we're competitive in in these in these pre seasons. Everyone seems faster. They they seem to be playing. I think I really do, Mark. I think next season will be frightening, considering the lack of movement. I know they bought in a few players, but who are they? If Tom Lawrence, I wouldn't give him my boots to fucking play football. He's that bad. No, even Buzz Buzz put up the stats of that striker I've seen that Kolaki's quad, and he's not exactly. Uh, I mean, we all know Angie Self said the first seasons a bit can be a bit iffy. I think that was him covering his own backside, Paul, in case he didn't win the league last year. But if that's what I'm going to say, get me. If this is Angie's first season, have we only got glimpses? Of the way Ange Ball can actually be. Aye, that's I'm just saying, Paul. This season, if, it, if his first season was always going to be hit and miss for him, and that's him missed kind of hit and missing. Just as you say, what are we going to be like next season? All these players, hey, the rest of it, Paul. We've not got these qualifiers. We've no, not got, exactly. Do you get what I'm, I'm expecting Celtic to come out the top? Flying next season. They, they flying. Would have been happening next week, Mark. These qualifiers. But the they best question is that, aye. Yeah, be next week, yeah. So the first qualifiers are over already. So it's the second one, be next week. And then they'll have that. So like, we, we, maybe the middle, around the 18th, 20th of July, Mark, we'll be going into the tall qualifying rounds. You aye. know, that quick, like. 
I mean, we're yeah. not we're not kicking a ball in anger in Europe, Paul, to September. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's the beginning of September, the Champions League group stages start. I mean, we yeah. could be we could be miles in front of the league by then. I still think, Mark, that for him to really get the full effect of where he wants to play is just what we talked about, Mark, that missing piece where McGregor is currently playing. That That seems to me is the only link that I think Ange needs. And is that player Gucci? I don't know. Does Ange want Gucci there? We don't know, but hopefully it is. But it's that one position that I think Ange wants filled. And I think that will see the team kick on as well, Paul, to see but actual Ange balls like in full flow. That's been the what you're saying. That's the position we're Because, missing. like I said it to you, that's, um, when he was at Yokohama, his first season, and at the end of that season, he said it, that he wanted, uh, what did he call it? What did, what did he call it? The pivot. He wanted the pivot. Aye, aye. That keeps everything tracking, that takes the tackles and moves the ball. And he said that after his first season. So, he came to Celtic, Mark. He's played different types of players there. He's played Cal McGregor in there. He's played Bison in there. He's played, you know, I don't know, McCarthy in there. I think, Mark, that's the one player Ange feels that he's missing at Celtic at the moment. Aye, I definitely yeah. agree with that. And yeah. I just I think that's going to see... But that'll be the total kind of vision of what Ange Ball's meant to be if he gets that, gets that right player in there. Remember that young lad I told you he signed Denmark uh, Mida for, for Yokohama? He signed him. And then after that, uh, Ange Ball came full... Full effect into Yokohama, you know. That's what it is. So I think that if we're going to bring in someone, it'll be that position. And if we don't do that, if we don't bring in someone in that position, I I I would really think it'd be Gucci that we play in there, you know. It's let's face it, Paul. She's coaches in that go. Is there a better coach in Scotland than Ange? No. For the for the what for. For what we know that he's trying to do, for the way, what we see in the park, the way they're playing, I mean, even let's look at Ibrox and that. I mean, they're just they just they just play the same. See, no matter who the manager is, they just seem to fold. Aye, they just fold the team with these certain kind of big physical players that will fight and bully and let's put it straight, cheat to win games. Mm-hmm. Whereas we can see what Andrew's trying to do is different. He's, a, he's by far the best coach in Scotland, and no matter for me, no matter what any other coach or manager comes up with next year, Andy's going to see them off. The playoffs. <sighs> imagine he was linked. What do you mean? Well, well, what do you mean he get used into the playoffs? Scotland. Ugh. Paul, yeah. I, Paul, half the time I don't. You know, half the time I, know, I don't even know Scotland's playing. I'd say, imagine Celtic fans wanted him as manager. Ah. Do you imagine that? See, I, I think, right, my kind of opinion, see if, see if you're a manager at like a smaller club, Paul, you've got to kind of develop your game to keep your job, basically, isn't it, really, to keep your job. Yeah. But see, when you, see if you get the chance to become a manager at a bigger club with more money. If you get the chance, if you come from a weird team, background, blah, 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 then you get the chance to manage at Celtic, that's when you should be able to kind of stamp your, your own style of football onto a game. Because you know that you can afford the better players. You know you can play a more expansive 
version of the game. You can attack teams, you spend a lot of the mere time with the ball, you spend more time in the attacking third down the pitch. Clark wouldn't have kept, Clark, uh, but Clark wouldn't have done that. Do you get what I mean? Clark would have still... If Clark had come into Celtic, he'd have still played the exact same way he had Kilmarnock played. That's the thing about it. I mean, I've said to you, Paul, I don't know if this might be bull, but I've said to you, I think I've said to Mikey as well, chatting to him, you can get good coaches and you can get good managers. For me, guys like Steve Clark is a good coach. But he needs a, somebody above him to be telling him what to do on, yeah, on the exactly. training field. I think, yeah. It'd be like... Um, There's a, a, lot of guys, a lot of these guys are good at coaching. They take a step up to uh, managing. And it, just, it was like Mike Feeling, Mark. They're from Manchester. Aye, Mike Feeling. And then he went to Huddersfield. Remember? Even go back to that... Uh, who was him that left Man U for Blackburn years ago? That Brian kid, kid. Brian Kidd. Kid, yeah, yeah. Guys like that. All these coaches that try and make a step up. It's see. Maybe you're just better off. Maybe I've said to your phone. Maybe that's what John Kennedy is. That what John Kennedy's like? Maybe, maybe, like we're always saying that maybe Kendy now should should take his chance with the Hibs job. Maybe Kendy knows Mark. He doesn't want that job. Maybe he wants to be Maybe he's happy enough. Then, Paul, it goes from manager to manager. But the majority of times, the manager isn't out in the training field. Constantly, it's the coaches that deal with the players, and the manager will be there for maybe an hour or that stuff. So maybe John Kennedy doesn't want to be that guy. Maybe he prefers being on the training pitch constantly and working with wee different groups, doing this and this wee group today, that. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what impressed me uh, so far, Mark, with the pre-seasons, like, with the cameras off, Mark, and his goal, you can hear the sidelines. Harry Kuhn is vocal of Fuck what him. he wants players to do. Thanks very much, Margaret. Glad you enjoyed it. 
Because of other guys come on in that, but this was our first time trying StreamYard, so we didn't really want to, to push for luck. But hope, thanks very much for that, Margaret. I, I appreciate it. Come in any time. We're here every Sunday night. And that's just be, before we finish, like we're, we're going to be on this second uh, from now on and throughout the podcast, if you want to come on, put it on the live chat. Mark will get you a link to the live chat and, and you can come on. If you don't have to come on for the whole podcast, Instead of what it is, is what we're trying to get done is instead of you guys putting your post up in the live chat and trying to explain what your post is, come on to us for 10 15 minutes and talk to us about your post and we'll have a proper discussion about it. Instead of just having me, myself, and Mark this, this discussion, come on with us and, and discuss your, your, your topic with us. You know, I, I mean, there I've put the link there in the live chat, but I mean, you saw how easy it was for you to go in here earlier, Paul. Mm-hmm. Guy, guys like uh, OG Glaswegian <laughs> and other guys that are used to YouTube stuff they'll tell you how easy it is to just go on streams you don't need to download anything you don't need nothing all you need is to click that link and you can even use your phone just to do it you don't need to put your camera on your wee thing will come up here and that it really is it's it's really easy to do um, mm-hmm. it'll help the podcast and that grow as well Paul using yeah, this not just that, like going into the season look myself and Mark are constantly planning different things and we're looking at different things for the next week so like for us here like this is the first step to to hopefully uh, bigger and better things you know taking over yeah definitely once we get you on that bare knuckle boxing circuit and that Paul we'll be flying we'll be flying (laughs) no the boys say boss the bare knuckle boxing we're trying to get you a wee spar with a couple of traveller boys if you do in Manchester. I, I, I'd, have inject, <laughs> I, I'd have to inject myself a freaking heron if I come on to that. I don't know if any of you ever Don't even joke about that. And, 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 and I thought down to it. I was, I was better off going out to Patrick Street here in Cork. And I thought a better fight between two junkies than watching that crap you told me to watch that night. They couldn't even talk to each other. Uh, they were, they yeah, looked like... They looked like Mark that... They were after, do you remember that three years ago? Do you have it over in Scotland? Devil's Bit, Cider. No. It's, it's, it's like Linden Village, but fucking shit. Sh- sh- it's shit. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the cheapest of the cheapest. Like, do you know what I mean? You know, and it was like, it was like they were after drinking a two litre bottle of that before they got in the uh, ring. It's just, I, it's just, I don't know what they're all about, Paul. Yeah, but look at, YouTube, the well, get, well, look at the clothes they get. Look at the clothes they get. They go to the live chat, man. The live chat's full. Do you know what I mean? It's full. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, that's it for tonight, lads. Uh, thanks very much for all the new guys uh, join us tonight. So hope to, uh, you'll join us again. Um, thanks very much, and Mark was supposed to show. Uh, just as you said there, Paul, thanks, thanks to you, Paul, everybody who joined us, all the new folk. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope you uh, come back whenever we're doing a live, and you're all more than welcome to call in just to voice your opinions. Uh, remember and hit the like button if you have not subscribed please do it share it help us grow on the YouTube and that good night God bless and hail hail
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.